Greetings, Stay Frosty Parkrunners, and welcome to the 34th edition of the Stay Frosty Parkrun podcast on this very sunny, warm bank holiday weekend. I'm your host, Emu, and I'm going to be here for the next 20 minutes or so to talk about running. I'm keeping it quite general this week and looking at why we run. I'll also be naming my Star Parkrunner of the Week, revealing my featured parkrun, and letting you all know about any upcoming parkrun anniversaries. And of course, letting you all know about how we got on in our park runs for this week. First up though, I'd like to update you on my Lonely Goat Running Club membership. The main way I interact with this now is through Strava, even though I joined in other media too, like Facebook and Instagram. And my journey as a Lonely Goat has now progressed far enough that I've actually bought myself a Lonely Goat headband bandana thing. I'm planning to wear it at the next event I enter, which will probably be the Westminster Mile at the end of May. I'm still making the effort to like my fellow goats running activities, which is tough because there are so many of them on Strava. And I'm adding what I hope are encouraging comments where I think they might be welcome. I still haven't met any goats in real life yet, but I'm hoping I might spot one or two at my next running event. There may well have been some at the previous event I entered, the Adidas one hour run, but we all have to wear our Adidas t-shirts for this event, so it's not always easy to spot other running clubs. On Strava, I'm trying not to follow any more than 42 people, husband's lucky number and the answer to life, the universe and everything, if you were wondering, as this is a reasonable number to try and keep up to date with. Sometimes I'll unfollow some people and then follow someone else to make it up to 42, but it also allows me to keep up to date with my friends and family who, are, who I'm also following on Strava. At the moment, I'm running about three times a week, which is one less than I was doing in the lead up to the Adidas 10k. I'm taking it a little easy as I have a mild pain in my left foot at the moment which started in the ball of my foot and has sort of spread into the arch but doesn't seem to affect me too much whilst I'm running once I've warmed up a little bit. I spend a lot of time on my feet whilst I'm at work and I have to wear safety shoes which don't offer much support so I love the occasion of a bank holiday like this where I can rest up a little if I have a minor ache or niggle and put my feet up to give them a break. I'm also planning to have another go at bouldering, climbing short heights without ropes, as a cross-training exercise. At the moment I'm not doing any strength training, and as my previous pod attested, it can be very beneficial to do so. Especially considering my rapidly approaching 35th birthday. I must admit that having read many facts about ageing and running and a lot of statistics, all seem to point to how one's body begins to degrade after the age of 35, which is a very cheering thing to read all over the internet. Nothing stops, but it feels like you have to work harder after this age to maintain your fitness level, and no matter what you do, your body will lose some bone density, muscle strength, and you might find that you're progressively more prone to injury as you get older. I spend far too much time inside my own head anyway, but as you can imagine, approaching what feels like this somewhat landmark age, you tend to dwell more on what the future might hold. If I continue to run regularly, include some additional strength training and cross-training exercises, how old will I be when I run my fastest ever 5 kilometres? When will my speed begin to decrease? But I also know that dwelling on such things for too long is not healthy at all. If you spend all your time worrying about what will be in your future, you forget to enjoy your present. I love running and I plan to enjoy it for many more years to come, all things being well. You watch the news headlines every day and there are so many more things to worry about than the natural degradation of one's own body. All we can do is make the most of what we have right now, share the joys we have with other people if we can, like running, 
and try to leave the world a slightly better place than it was when we entered it. And on that slightly philosophical note, sorry if that got a bit depressing there, I'd like to try and answer an important question. Why do we run? We're not prey for larger animals, for the vast majority of us anyway. Where running would be of enough use that we need our bodies to be in a ready state to run at any time. We have multiple choices for exercise as a leisure activity or to keep fit, so why choose running specifically over anything else? My personal reasons for choosing to use running as a way to get fit are largely due to the freedom of it. You don't have to join a gym or pay for a running club in order to run. You just need a half-decent pair of trainers and you're off. It also means that you can tailor your running to suit your schedule and vary it as necessary. It's also a sport where you can allow your mind to wander, unless you're running on uneven trail path or with, or with obstacles in your way, in which case you need to concentrate a bit more. But normally you've got a chance to mull things over. I would argue that a lot of other sports like tennis or football require a lot more concentration. These are my personal things, but when you look online there are also a number of sort of factual reasons to start running. Verywellfit.com has an interesting list. It says the first one, and the, probably the one that most people think of, is for your health. Running strengthens the heart, which ensures good flow of blood and oxygen throughout the body, which helps to reduce your chance of having a heart attack. Exercise and keeping within a healthy weight is one of the best ways to naturally reduce your blood pressure if it's above the norm. It can also help you to lower your cholesterol if it's high. Running can improve your immune system, helping you to stay healthy and fight off germs and illnesses. And weight-bearing exercises like running increase bone density or help to slow the natural degradation of bone density, which can fend off osteoporosis in your later years. It can also help you to lose weight, although it's a bit of a double-edged sword here as running will quite likely increase your appetite as well, making you feel more hungry and more likely to eat more. In order to run for weight loss, you need to make sure that you're burning more calories than you consume. Running is also great for maintaining a healthy weight that you've achieved. Running can be a great way to meet new people. You can find a running buddy or join a club and aim to achieve certain targets together, e.g. training for a half marathon together. This can also help you to stay motivated to keep running and achieve things you might have thought impossible on your own. You can run for a cause or a charity as a way to contribute to society as a whole. Many races are organised with a charity to raise money for, and some offer running places if you raise money for a charity. Running for a cause can also be very motivational and make your run feel more fulfilling. If you've been running for a little while, you've probably experienced the scenario where you go out for a training run and take a wrong turn without thinking about it, then end, some, end up somewhere you hadn't explored before. Running can be a great way to get to know an area or find new places to explore. It can be a time out from an otherwise hectic and or stressful life. Running gives you time to reflect and be at peace with yourself without worrying about anything else for the moment. If you find that running isn't for you because it tends to get a bit tedious and repetitive, then entering an event can be the perfect way to stay motivated. You'll always be aiming for a specific distance or time, and the better you train, the better your performance will be on race day. Running, especially in the morning, can be a great way to boost your energy levels. Not only that, but it can also help you to sleep better, help your concentration levels and improve your mood during the day. This can be as little as 30 minutes running a week and combined with a healthy diet can help to raise your energy levels even more. 
Off the back of this, with an, with an improvement in your mood, regular runners report an increase in their confidence and their self-esteem, which can help in other areas of your life as well as your achievements in running. Running requires very little equipment, as I mentioned. Shoes and a good sports bra for women, and it can be done almost anywhere. You don't have to join a gym or a club. If you're on holiday or in a foreign country, it can be a great way to, an ex to explore a new area or see some sights. Still one of my favourite running memories is running through Central Park in New York on a very short work trip. It's worth making the effort, even if you're pressed for time. Make sure you take your running shoes and a set of running clothes wherever you travel. Although from the outside running and runners can seem intimidating, runners are very supportive and friendly of each other, no matter what their level. Being a part of this community, even if you're an, not an active member of a running club, is something special. Even getting kudos from strangers on Strava for getting a new PB over a set distance is nice. And of course, Parkrun is one event where this friendly, welcoming and supportive atmosphere is ubiquitous. The endorphins released whilst you're running can help you to tackle everyday stresses and strains. It can help with feelings of depression or lethargy. Research has shown that adults who run regularly are happier in general than those who don't. Running is a cardiovascular form of exercise, and there are actually four different types of exercise which all complement each other to the extent that it's actually a very good idea to try and do at least some exercise in each of the four categories. People who just do cardiovascular exercise like running aren't as healthy overall as those who do a combination of exercises. This is where I circle back to strength training, which helps your body to build up muscle, which can in turn help to support your joints and prevent injury whilst you're running. Similarly, if you're aerobically very fit but not very flexible, the chances of you pulling something whilst you're running are higher than if you do some training or flexibility like yoga as well. The four types of exercise you should be looking to do are aerobic, strength, balance and flexibility exercises. Aerobic, as mentioned, include running and any cardio cardiovascular activity where you're getting a little out of breath or getting your heart rate up. If running isn't your thing, you could also try swimming, dancing, or a team sport where you're moving around a lot, like football, badminton, or tennis. Strength training includes things like weight training, push-ups, and crunches where you're using your muscles and building up lean muscle mass. Lean muscle mass is important for weight loss as lean muscle burns more calories than any, type of any other type of tissue. Balance exercises help you to stabilise your body's position and is especially important for older adults as your balance can deteriorate as you age. But it's beneficial for everyone, especially if you lost or gained a lot of weight or if you've become pregnant, as these things can throw you off your centre of gravity. Examples of balance exercises can include standing on each of your feet in turn, shifting your weight from side to side, walking heel to toe with the heel of one foot touching the toe of the others as you take each step, using a balance beam, balance board or a stability ball, doing Tai Chi, Yoga or Pilates. Flexibility exercises can help to improve your range of motion in your joints and it's also good for helping to prevent injury. Flexibility exercises are ones where you're doing lots of stretches, so things like yoga and again possibly Pilates and Tai Chi is also good for this type of exercise. I know that personally I really need to do a more variety of exercise as much as I love running, without some strength and flexibility, I'm much more likely to injure myself during my runs. Which is why, as I mentioned, I want to get back into climbing, or bouldering, and maybe start doing my Yoga Lattes DVD again, which I used to really enjoy, but stopped when I got my shoulder impingement. 
My shoulder still pops painfully sometimes, but it's a lot better than it used to be, so I might start with some gentle exercises and see how I go. Now, moving on, this week it gives me great pleasure to introduce... Stuart Franklin as my star park runner of the week. Stuart ran at South Norwood this week his fifth run here and achieved a new PB of 19 minutes and 54 seconds, going under 20 minutes for the first time at South Nord. He also achieved an age-graded percentage of 75.96%, being in the age category of veteran male 50 to 54. Stuart has done a total of 125 park runs and has volunteered 29 times. His fastest ever run was at Dulwich Park Run, where he completed the course in 18 minutes and 29 seconds, which he achieved on the 13th of April this year. Well done, Stuart. Awesome PB and fantastic running times. If you know someone who has got a new PB or started park running or just completed their first ever 5 kilometers, I'd love to hear your nominations for my Star Park Runner of the Week. You can get in touch via the email stayfrostyparkrunner at gmail.com or by leaving me a message on the Stay Frosty Facebook page. Now moving on, this week's featured park run takes us to Long Run Meadow Park Run near Taunton. To get here, there are regular buses which stop outside Somerset College, and from here it's a five minute walk to the start. If you catch the train to Taunton, the station is about three quarters of a mile away from the park run. If you're driving, the meadow is best accessed from Wellington Road. You can exit at Junction 26 from the M5 at Wellington and follow signs to Taunton. From the Minehead direction you can take the Silk Mills Road and turn left onto Wellington Road. When you get to Somerset College on your left, Castle Sports Centre will be signposted at the traffic lights. There is plenty of parking at the Castle, School and Sports Centre. The course here is a mixture of sandy grit and gravel and some grass. It is completed in nearly two laps of the course, so you actually finish before returning to the start on your second lap. It is a relatively flat course, with only some minor undulations throughout. As, it, as I mentioned before, there is ample parking here, and toilets are located near to the Centre for Outdoor Activity and Community Hub, which is about a one-minute walk from the start. Recently, there have been around 20 to 25 volunteers each week, and between around 350 and 400 runners, but the number of participants has been as high as 444 in 2019, and as low as 224. So far, there have been 290 events here, so the start date was on the 5th of October in 2013. From the description of this course, the, this park run sounds like another lovely picturesque one, as you run through the meadow with an oak barn near the start, and the course skirting the flood basins and the wetlands before running alongside the River Tone. You also pass by Britain's largest living Willow Green Cathedral before heading back towards the start. And that round of applause, of course, means it's time to let you all know who has an anniversary soon. First up this week, it's Catford Park Run, Macclesfield Park Run and Middleton Woods Park Run, all of which started on the 28th of April in 2018, making this year their first anniversaries. Shepton Mallet Park Run started on the 29th of April in 2017 and will soon be celebrating their second anniversary. 
With a soon-to-be third anniversary, it's Portsmouth Lakeside Park Run, which started on the 30th of April in 2016. And Market Harbour Park Run have got a fourth anniversary coming up after starting on the 25th of April in 2015. Hartlepool Park Run and Royal Tunbridge Wells Park Run both started on the 26th of April in 2014, making this year their fifth anniversaries. Markeaton Park Run, Margate Park Run, Winchester Park Run and Cross Flats Park Run all have six anniversaries coming up. They started on the 30th of April in 2013. With a seventh anniversary, it's Red Car Park Run, which started on the 28th of April in 2012. Killerton Park Run, which Jay and I plan to use as our K, celebrates its 8th anniversary soon, having started on the 30th of April in 2011. And finally for this week, Galston Park Run, which started on the 25th of April in 2009, is soon going to be celebrating their 10th anniversary. Congratulations to all the park runs on their upcoming anniversaries. This week, Jay and I went back to South Norwood, our home park run, and we both agreed that it seems like an age since we ran there, even though it was only on the 9th of March. It was a warm morning, and although it didn't feel like it, there were a lot of people running. There were in fact 149 park runners there today, including the tail walker. We both found it a bit tough because of the heat, so no new PBs this weekend, but we were both happy with our efforts. Jay because it was so hot, and myself because my left foot is still a little bit achy at the moment. Jay finished his 5 kilometers in 28 minutes and 9 seconds today, and I finished mine in 26 minutes and 16 seconds. I'm still determined to get under 26 minutes, and Jay wants to run quicker than 27 minutes. Next week, we're thinking of going back to Barking, and it's, as it's been a while since we ran there, and we both think we'd be able to run quicker than our previous PBs. I'll let you know how it all turns out next week. If you've got an anecdote or something you'd like to have a shout-out for about something to do with Park Run, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email, stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com, or you can leave me a message on the Stay Frosty Facebook page. Like I said, I'd love to be able to share your stories if you have them. And that does ra about wrap things up for this week. Thank you all very much for listening once again. Stay frosty, park runners, and I'll see you all next week. Yeah.